0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome
2: to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream Kelly Sullivan Walden. So grateful to be here today on Unity Online Radio with my co host, Nancy T. Tiefer. Terrific. Tiefer, totally. Transformational. Oh my God, I'm going to stop right now. But (laughs) hi, Nancy T. Thank you. Welcome.
0: (laughs) I like all of those things. I'll take it.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, tea for T bone steak. No, you're a vegetarian, so scratch that one. All right. So, the number to call everyone if you've got a question about dreams or about energy healing. The number to call is, write this down, 816-251-3555. I have an amazing guest. We have an amazing guest. Cindy Dale is going to be joining us in just a moment. She is, I don't even know what to say about this renowned author, healer, speaker. She just blows my socks off and so let's just and let me start with a little prayer before i get too spastic because i am totally excited today all right so let's turn within for a precious moment just ah, allow the breath to bring us into into the preciousness of this present moment Let's just drop as much of our baggage, all that we have brought to this moment, all the good stuff and all the not so good stuff and all the stuff that we don't even know we're carrying. Let's just, let's just invite in our guides and angels and whatever helpful beings want to support us to just give us a clean slate for today and maybe for forever. Every exhale, we're letting go, dropping something that we don't need or want or isn't serving us so that we can make room for that which does. Let's just open our hearts, open our minds to the infinite, to the all that is in all of the goodness of this universe, to the love intelligence that governs all the cosmos. Let's just tune into that high place that we can always access on the rooftop of our consciousness so that we can open up the roof so we can sit in the living room of our consciousness and still be able to receive all of those higher notes and all of those rememberings and all of that healing. Let's do that now. Let's be comfortable. Home sweet home and allow that healing to come and trickle in, or maybe even just flood in right where we are. Today's the day. Let's do this. And I'm just grateful for your listening. I'm grateful for your sharing and grateful for your dreams. Grateful that you joined us today. Grateful Nancy T is here with me. Grateful for all of the folks at Unity Online Radio that are helping to bring this recording or this live presentation to you. And I'm so grateful to Cindy Dale. (sighs) <sighs> and so it is. Amen. A woman ah, dreams. Okay, so um Nancy T, let's pull a card and then we'll bring <laughs> out Cindy. So we are pulling this, a card. This go, is from the Dream Goddess mind, and power of a Deck sometimes won't. we forget to mention it. So start over, Nance.
0: Okay. I I was this is the Dream Goddess Oracle Deck and um and this card that I pulled is going to blow your mind when you hear the first sentence. So oh, this so is I was just talking to Firestar about how I believe you have some psychic psychic intuition. You have this. And here's mm. proof right here. So listen oh. to this. <laughs> Mary, mother of the Christ presence is who I pulled. And the very first sentence, see if this sounds familiar, everybody who listened to the prayer, go mm. to the rooftop of your consciousness. Oh. Hello. <laughs> so you may receive your higher calling. Surrender <gasps> to the divine energy birthing through you, without reading. With oh, without needing to have. <laughs> funny, I say reading, reading when I it. can't read. <laughs> without needing to have it all figured out, be a willing vessel through whom the universe can deliver a new idea, creation, or expression that might be the salvation of the world. Now, is that perfect or what? Well, you're the picker. So I think you're the one that gets credit for that. And I didn't
2: say anything in that card about the living room. I've never said that before. Like, let's let's not, we don't want to hang out on the roof all the time. There's, you know,
0: but you said go to the rooftop of your consciousness. You said that. Right. And that, that part. in your prayer, and I'm sitting here looking at the car going, oh my goodness. I think she
2: I'll keep you right around. Now. I love it. Okay. I love you. All right, let's just, I love you. without any further ado, let me tell you about Cindy. Dale, C-Y-N-D-I Dale, by the way, if you want to look up her website, it's C-Y-N-D-I Dale.com. She's an internationally renowned author, speaker, healer, and business consultant. She's the president of Life Systems Services, through which she's conducted over 65,000 client sessions and presented training classes throughout Europe, Asia, and the Americas, Cindy is the author of not just more than a dozen books, but we just got the accurate count, 27 books. Hello, and this woman looks like she's in her 20s, so I don't know. She does one like a month. I don't know how she channels it this fast, but she's also um, written the book Llewellyn's Little Book of Chakras and Awaken Clairvoyant Energy. I mostly know her as kind of the chakra goddess, but I am just so, so grateful to have her on, and she's been endorsed by everybody, including Alanis Morissette, who I just... Love and so many other healers, Carolyn Mace, they all think she's the bomb because she is Cindy Dale. Without further ado, welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream Show.
3: Oh, it's so nice to be on with both of you. I'm going to take that and put it on a star. I get to be the chakra goddess. My kids (laughs) don't know me as that, neither do the dogs. But
2: But lo and behold, in their very midst, the chakra goddess has been there this whole time.
3: This whole time, my dogs just call me the woman who feeds them, (laughs) and uh, my sons call me the mom with the wallet,
2: though. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. We have a lot of nicknames, don't we? (laughs) I'm sure. You know what I love about you? You are, um, I don't know if I can say this on the radio, but I'm going to say it, and maybe they'll bleep me later. You're a badass in the mind-body-spirit world, and you really know your stuff, so much so that you're able to make it all sound so accessible and doable. I think that it's a sign of your mastery that you're able to be so, so easeful with it. So I I want, that's what I really wanna do today. I'd like people to leave the show today with some really practical tips. I mean, energy healing can be, it's, it's what we all need because it's the be all end all of what our problems are and where our solutions reside. But we, I think it's intimidating for some people, the notion of energy healing. They think they have to attend a million classes and they have to know all kinds of stuff or be naturally gifted. But I know you have the ability to break, break down what is energy healing and how can we do it? So let's start with what is energy healing?
3: Well, it actually is really easy and you could probably just look up or Google one website about energy healing and get everything you don't have to buy a whole bunch of books certainly not 27 of them
2: oh they should buy your book though energy (laughs) healing for trauma stress and chronic illness right now
3: use that one right now
2: right now right now (laughs) right
3: Right. so So timely so i'm just going to make it even simpler let me break down the two words energy and healing so Mm energy is everything you you're always doing energy work everybody is because energy is just information that moves and the only thing we really have to understand about it is that there's physical energy, which we all learned about in school when we we're doing chemistry and figuring out how to cook, uh, which I, I don't know if all three of us know how to cook. I certainly don't. Um, <laughs> I know how to cook. It's, it's kind of a blender
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah. You mix two ingredients, you get cooking. That's my definition.
2: Hey, there you go. Girl after my own heart.
3: That's right. Um but but I like to really talk about the subtle energy which is the invisible stuff. And mm. 99.999% of reality even an object is subtle. You can't really see it, but we know it's there. So when we're doing energy healing, healing is just making something better. That's it. It's just it's just improving matters. So what we're trying to do is shift or change energy or get a better handle on what's happening physically or invisibly so we can make things better for ourselves or other people. So don't we all do that all the time? I mean, honestly, that's what most of us are devoted to in our families, in our jobs, in our world. So I think we're all energy healers. We might just not be aware of how we're doing it and how to improve upon it.
2: muted myself. I got so excited. But yes, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree. And I love that. And I think some people maybe are making, maybe they're contributing to energy healing by giving us more things to heal. Um, you know, I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, that, it <laughs> to think of it. Okay, I mean, come on, it is sort of dim right now, right? A lot of people with COVID, with riots, with protest with yeah. stuff that yeah. we need to look at coming mm. up to the surface are sort of saying well the energy seems kind of dark. I love the the thought. Um, there's a there's a writer, Madeline L'Engle is one junior high author, another is Susan Cooper, and Susan mm. Cooper has these cool junior high books that are mm. that are penned the dark is rising. Mm. And I know. Isn't that how many of us feel right now?
1: But Mm -hmm. in her
3: book, she says, when the dark is rising, so does the light.
1: That's
3: the side we want to be on. That's what we want to know, that we're made out of light. We're made out of the good stuff. And so even if we're sitting at home, we can create more light. For the world if we just think a happy thought we're helping the world because we're all interconnected i mean that's the nature of energy is that we're we're sort of all swirling into each mm. other so anything we do that's positive or uplifting or true which could include crying right? right or dealing with trauma that's not a bad thing to do you know we're just we're just increasing the light volume here
2: oh well let's talk about trauma, because I know that that is, it seems like there's, that's a central piece of this equation, recognizing where we are holding trauma. So can you talk about that?
3: Yeah. And so trauma is a big word, and a lot of people use it, and because I think almost everybody feels traumatized. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to define terms. Trauma is stress we haven't recovered from.
2: Ooh. That's
3: all it is. We just haven't gotten through it. We haven't gotten over it. We haven't alchemized it. We can't get through it because it's still stuck inside of us. The event or the feelings of the event or I think there's subtle energies that get stuck in us, that kind of invisible stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe when we're interacting with somebody, um, their negativity gets stuck in our body. And we're going, gosh, I just can't get over that encounter, of that person yelling at me at the gas mm-hmm. station. I had that happen just a few weeks ago. There was this guy in mm-hmm. without a mask, and I just sort of stayed away because I didn't really want to get in the middle of what was going on with him. Mm-hmm. And he sort of felt it, and he turned and he just yelled at me.
2: And I was like... Wait, he yelled at you because you were wearing a mask? Yes. (gasps) Ouch. Oh, Lord have mercy. And I'm pretty well protected. I know
3: that's not about me. I mean, come on, you know, God in heavens, God on earth, whatever it is we call, you know, this is so not about me. But it still kind of went in. There's that little bit of his pain that went in me. And I felt that teeny tiny bit of stress. And I thought, you know what, let's clear that. That's his stuff, not my stuff. Lots of stuff that we carry forward started as somebody else's stress, and then they very not politely made it our own. Uh,
0: <laughs> so wow. we don't want to
3: hang on to it. You talked about that. You talked about when you uh
1: mm.
3: when you were introducing us, uh, Kelly, Doctor mm-hmm. Dream, the whole program, like maybe we wanna leave the baggage and yeah. well now that we're not traveling so much, we really don't need so much baggage. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Only energetically are we traveling these days.
3: Energetically. Let's get rid of the baggage that that really came from events we went through, but maybe were handed to us from other people, our parents, uh, the schoolmates, our ancestors, and let's just like set it down and let's disappear it.
0: Mm.
2: Let's do that. Okay. This, what you're talking about, it's bringing up something that I didn't think I was going to talk about because I haven't fully moved it through, but it's on my mind. I've had two people in the last few days, and this doesn't happen that often to me, but um, you talked about the guy at the gas station. I had two people that blasted me with their anger about something that they, an assumption that they made about me, and I, and they both said in there, like once we talked it through and kind of came to a softer place and they both kind of apologized in totally unrelated ways. They both basically said, well, I wanted you to hurt as bad as I did. Like I kind of meant to sting you with my anger because I wanted you to feel what I felt. And I just I thought, whoa, dude, really? Thank you for being honest. But yuck i don't like that and then i thought okay wait let me let me read into this a little deeper they wanted to feel connected in their pain maybe they wanted to be understood like, I'm trying to be generous here. Cindy, help me out, Nancy. I'll try. <laughs> but, I'm, mm-hmm. but I mean, is that like when we're in pain, misery loves company. Don't we want to be felt or understood or at least related to? Maybe not necessarily inflicting it on somebody else, but I don't know. How how, how do you piece that apart? And, and maybe I am the common denominator since, you know, it was twice in a week. So. Well, I don't. Well, I have a
3: couple thoughts about that. When people are in pain or shame or extreme sadness or something that seems too big for them, I do. this is the nature of subtle energy. There's a lot of pain in them, and they can't necessarily speak to it or know how to. You know what they? I think they want to do is slide it into somebody else so they feel better. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. problem mm-hmm. is then the other person feels worse <laughs> because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're holding an energy that isn't their own. That's, that's what happens when we're abused as uh, children. If mom just, you know, dumps on us or dad gets drunk and says nasty stuff, I mean, they're in pain. It's so much they don't feel like or they don't unconsciously want to hold it. So I think they look for people who, uh, you know, are kind or sweet or nice or innocent or have a certain kind of light to say, well, you're feeling good. And why don't you then take some of my pain so it's a little bit more equal? That's Mm. what I think. I'm going to go another step with it because I think some of us do attract some of that. It's not the same as the law of attraction where it's sort of Mm. like I'm causing the whole world to to act this way. I'm really not that important. I'm not causing, (laughs) you know, come on. (laughs) I can barely get my kids to pick up the house. (laughs) In fact, I can't. (laughs) So I don't blame myself, except for maybe I'm not a good enough disciplinarian. But here's something I see with a lot of people who are really spiritual. They have, they emanate this sort of beautiful white light. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's other color, colors. But when people are really good people, they have a a good sense of spirit. They're kind. They're connected. They want to do good. They can't help but give off like a light bulb, right? They give off mm. this beautiful white light. So, Let's say I'm coming along and I'm in a bad mood, or I just did something bad I don't want to own, or I'm sort of grumpy, or I'm, I am I just have a lot of dark corners I don't want to face. You, Kelly, probably you, Nancy T., sometimes me, <laughs> though I don't think I'm that nice a person all
2: the time. Oh, that's but, not true. You, for sure. <laughs> but
3: you're like light bulbs. You're like a lantern that shines on them. And when that light not your issue it's not your fault when that light goes into them i think the dark corners stir and i think sometimes there's a reaction to sort of blame you for this of what they don't want to face Mm. so they sort of shove it at you maybe blame you for making them feel bad when you're just being yourself and you're just shining a light or i was the same in the holiday station you know the gas Mm -hmm. station Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a deeper dynamic. When people don't want to look inside, they right. can sometimes feel bad if pe- other people are more clear, and just sort of want to make that darkness spread around and sort of make it your fault they don't feel good.
2: Oh, I I'm I want to take it. I want to just dive here because I feel like there's, you're shining some light into dark places. Hopefully people are relating to this, but it seems like that, that notion that hurt people hurt people. So like if everybody starts off as these perfectly beautiful, buoyant babies that have a blank slate and something happens to them, they get traumatized. And like you said, it's a stress that hasn't healed. How did you say that? I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, it's a
3: stress that's basically stuck. It just hasn't worked through.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. So then they're hurting. And, and then, I mean, I know for me, I've definitely been in pain before and said and done things that were not coming from the best place. And that I'm sure I, I, without meaning to, I mean, I had somebody once tell me that I, without meaning to, I had a, like a trail of bloody bodies behind me. And I was like, what? And I realized, wow, then that was men um, before Dana, (laughs) before my husband, like just, you know, Anyway, I think when we're unconscious, we can hurt people. And maybe it's not deliberate, but um, but it seems like the the notion of how to heal, there's something about, like, I think you said, I don't know, I can't remember, maybe I'm just picking it up, but something about a dog bite. You said, I heard you in an interview talk about being bit by a dog when you were young and being afraid of dogs until you healed that. Can you speak to that? Because Nancy yes. T and I can both relate.
0: Yes, yes. So.
3: Yes. I I know the story. There's a couple times I got bit by dogs. The first time I was just a little critter and mm. I went under the fence in Huntsville, Alabama into the neighbor's yard and the dogs attacked me. I mm. remember it. My mm. mother found me tattered. And oh, my God i know isn't that just sad
2: i'm so sorry for you i'm so sorry i
3: know it's so sad Mm -hmm. when a little one goes through that and it Mm -hmm. wasn't my mother's fault i was sort of that pesky little kid who literally probably thought the grass was greener
2: (laughs) (laughs) had to find out for yourself
0: had Had to to
3: find out got to learn the hard way And then when I was a little older, I got bit by a dog again. So now I've got like this twofold injury. So, of course, I grew up really, really scared of dogs. And, um, you know, but the universe is sort of a confounding place. Mm -hmm. When I was traveling several years ago, I took this trip through Europe. I researched all these sacred sites in England, Wales, going a little bit up into Scotland, dragged a friend with me who really wasn't into it. So she really (laughs) didn't participate. She just sat in the B&Bs and whatever. You
2: should have taken Nancy T and I. I
3: should have. We would have had a Next blast.
2: time. So though,
3: Yeah. And I drove <laughs> to all these sacred sites. Now, half of them, they would be called King Arthur's this or Merlin's that. They were sort of just swampland. <laughs> there wasn't anything mm. there. Um, but <laughs> but frequently, I would drag myself over like a like a farm fence to look for this hole in the ground or this cave or these things that I'd researched.
1: Mm. And
3: you know what, whenever I was scared, a dog would appear out of nowhere, a real dog, not a like, Mm -hmm. you know, psychic dog, a real (laughs) dog, it happens maybe five or six times. Every time different dogs would appear, they always had a brown eye and a blue eye.
2: Oh, my God. I know. That's so random. Okay.
3: Isn't that cool? But I always thought of it as like a spirit eye and a real eye, right? Like an everyday eye. Ooh. And that was one of many events that helped me move through this dogs mm. are vicious dogs are nasty dogs are this or that and because they would show up and i started to get white wolves in my dreams oh, that wow. always sort of showed me what i needed to do and mm. and then i did some true regression work. I mean, I went into the trauma, remembered being a child, remember being the little, little tiny crawling baby and went through it again to get a better wow. sense of what that was about what was stuck in my body the scared self help the scared self come out of the fear get comforted you know by a therapist in one case and spiritual guides in another so that I didn't have to carry that around certainly there are scary dogs but not all dogs are scary right. it's the same with every trauma
2: right Oh my, oh my goodness. goodness. Nancy T, how are you doing with dogs? Cause I know <laughs> you were also little and it was quite scary and we're grateful that you're alive and you have all your limbs. Yeah. How are you feeling about dogs at this moment with all the healing work that you've done and that you're doing and becoming quite the healer in your own right?
0: Again, we have a synchronicity because <laughs> I, <laughs> I literally last night, I i don't know if you're familiar. Um, cindy with the emotion code but i just released some anxiety that was related to that Mm -hmm. dog bite that i got when i was eight years old yesterday Mm -hmm. literally oh my god so see what i mean wow this is awesome but what what i I did
3: it is very effective for okay
0: okay Mm -hmm. so you're familiar i'm i'm Being certified right now for that, and I'm going to move on to body code soon. So I'm very into this energy healing, and I can't wait to just devour your book. I've looked at it a little bit, but I I can't wait to devour it. But um, when I got my dog bite, which was when I was about eight, and then it took me two years to go back to my friend's house, and the the same dog bit me again at 10, I was terrified for years and years and years. And then I worked at SeaWorld. And I happened to <laughs> MC a dog show, and oh, I mean, you, you don't picture SeaWorld and think, "Oh yeah, they must have a dog show." Because, hello, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's what it was. My character as the MC was to wear a mailman or male person <gasps> costume, oh my, gosh. and have a dog run at me like it was going to attack me, and then I was supposed <sighs> to do some weird little motion, and then it calms down, and I control it. But, Can you imagine? I still had the fear at that point. And here I am having to have this huge dog. And by the end of the summer, it was like I decided I have to face my fear. And at first, the the trainer was actually making fun of me for being afraid of dogs at all. And I thought, you know, you don't know how what happened to me when I got bit and all of that, what that looked like to this little girl's mind. but when I decided I'm going to face this fear I'm not going to Ooh, let it happen and I'm going to talk about, I, talk about Nancy facing it.
2: her fear on the other side of the break we have to go to a break really quick Nancy. so we're going to hear about how yes. you did it and I'm going to talk about my aha moment with dogs and then we're going to talk about dreams and we're talking to Cindy Dale c-y-n-d-i-dale.com go check her out over the break we'll be right back
1: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Dream Interpretation and a lot more Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly
2: Sullivan Walden Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream. So happy to be here with you. And in the second half of the show, if you've got questions to run by our guest, Cindy Dale. Oh, C-Y-N-D-I. No, C Y sorry. C-Y-N-D-I, D-A-L-E dot com is her website. And on her website, there she's Cindy, tell us about the upcoming Shift Network Program that you have coming up.
3: Oh, I'm so excited about this! It is on my website. If you go on it to classes and events and go under upcoming classes and events, don't you hate it that there's so much buttons these days? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it it officially starts September 1st, but on August 25th there's a free Q and A. It's got a really long name, so just remember the first word: Amplify. All right. Amplify. So amplify essential energy. But you know what I'm going to be doing for seven get togethers plus the mm-hmm. QA? I'm going to teach all the wild, super cool, powerful gigs, energy gigs. Mm-hmm. We're going to use scalar waves. We're going to work on environmental toxins, talk to your pets do advanced clairvoyance, do some advanced clairaudience. We're going to work on food issues, figure out how to clear them, how to open them, Uh, use psychic surgery so you can make some real difference. You know, in oh. the physical body. So it's sort of my catch all. Let's go to another level because don't we need that right now? We need to mm. up our game energetically. And so this shift network class, amplify essential energy. That's what it's designed for. It doesn't matter if you, you know, if you're, if you're a beginner or you're advanced because I like to walk people through really decent, good spiritual and scientific explanations of the different mm. techniques, but I'm really hoping to make a difference with people for their lives.
2: Oh, and you do with your 27 books. And the recent book is Energy Healing for Trauma, Stress and Chronic Illness. Uncover and Transform the Subtle Energies that are Causing Your Greatest Hardships. And okay, I know we're going to talk about there's all kinds of stuff. Let me make a couple announcements over here. Um, For those of you who like George Norrie and Coast to Coast, I'll be on the show tonight at midnight from midnight to 2pm Pacific time. So Join me over there. Um, Also, throughout the month of August, I am giving away the snooze meditations to help you get a good night's sleep if you're having a difficult time sleeping. If you if you don't sleep, you don't dream. So I want everyone sleeping and dreaming. It's my birthday gift to y'all. Just go to kellysullivanwalden.com and grab your snooze meditations. And if you want to take it to another level, I highly recommend the snooze tea put out by Performance Tea. It's all integrated. You'll see the ads for Performance Tea snooze. Um, within the meditations that are all free. The tea isn't free, but you get a 20% off coupon when you become part of the meditation series. So that's happening. And I'm sure there's some other things, but that's all I know at the moment. Nancy T, anything you want people to know?
0: Uh, If they want to reach out to me for any kind of the Reiki or for the emotion code, you can reach me on my website, nancytelzero.com, and we can set up an appointment. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And Cindy Dale,
2: you're we, people can find you on Facebook and all social media at Cindy Dale. Can they just plug in C-Y-N-D-I Dale?
3: Yep, yeah, And they'll find me, Cindy Dale's, And it'll like Instagram, Cindy Dale Energy. But you just, I'm probably the only one that I know who spells my name so odd. I'm sure not the only one, but it's C-Y-N-D-I. So yep. Yeah, look at my website, look up Cindy Dale and I'm out there.
2: It's like, see why? Because we like you. N D I. I okay. I love it. Okay, so um, we we're talking about we were talking about pets. And by the way, we will take some dreams. And I see some of you calling in on the switchboard. So just hang in there. We will take your dreams in a sec. Um, but Nancy T, do you want to say something about how you transformed your dog fear? And um, what's the what's your flip around on that?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. Just real quick to wrap that up. I, um, at the moment, I mean, at that time I was not into energy healing. I didn't know much about it. I was pretty young and I just decided that I'm not going to let this rule me. And by the end of the summer, I was able to like touch the dog's mouth. I mean, all mm. of that. And you saw me wow. with your dog, Wolfie, yeah. and able to let Wolfie put, put her head on my lap. All of that was hugely was a different for me. However, <laughs> I, didn't really emotionally heal the trauma until yesterday. And just to think mm-hmm. that even though I've worked through it, there's still that, there was still that coursing through that energy of I'm scared and I never know if a dog will turn on me that has been in my mind every single time I've seen a dog since.
2: Mm. So it's just
0: amazing what energy work can do. And I, I, I love this book. I I can't wait. To, I'm gonna do your thing. I'm gonna I'm September first. Oh I'm there. Energy there. healing
2: for trauma, stress, and chronic illness. And to yes. find out about the check out the Shift Network thing, the workshop that she's got coming up. Um, the I I have two scars on my arm from where I got attacked by these bull mastiffs. Two of them jumped on me a few years ago, and I'm so proud of my scars because I feel like I did it right. So Cindy, tell me if this is like. This is, I get a, a gold star for this. You get um, 10 gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was it, would, it was all in slow motion. These big dogs came up on me. I was in Santa Fe. I was out like with the, just out in the middle of nowhere. And these dogs come running up on me and one of them grabs my arm and starts thrashing it around. And wow. some part of me stepped out of my body and, and told me, you're going to be fine. Like you're this is this dog was just scared of you, it's giving you a warning you're getting so I knew on some level I was gonna be fine, but still, it was traumatic, and so finally, when the person who owned the dogs or was the caretaker of the dogs got a hold of the dogs and pulled them back, I noticed myself he said, "Are you okay?" And I noticed myself wanting to take all of this wild emotion and suck it up so that I looked fine to this stranger. And I almost said I'm fine. And I stopped myself. And instead, I thought about this, this man who I met who was a healer who said in the moment, if you can, in the moment a trauma happens, let it rip if you can. And I thought, well, why can't I? This guy's a stranger, I don't know him. And even if I did know the person, I'm just not going to look cool right now. So I let myself just sob and scream and hurl for like, I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And then I got it, I was done. And the guy looked at me like I was a little crazy. But so his dogs attacked me. But I haven't, I, I'm not scared of dogs. And I wasn't even the next day after this, I had to get rabies shots and all that stuff. But I so Cindy, if if we release that stuff, that pent-up stuff it, in real time, if there's a place for it, does that help us not have to turn something stressful into a trauma?
3: Yes, it prevents trauma, because the reason it becomes a long-seated trauma that can turn around and cause, gosh, emotional issues, autoimmune disorders, allergies, is because that part of us that went through the stress gets stuck in like in a bubble inside of us and has all those feelings that don't have anywhere to go. If you let out the feelings, guess what? There's no stressors left. I mean, it's sort of like both my sons, when they would go, you know, to school and get hurt at recess. Of course they didn't cry at school. Uh, Okay. But they would Uh, come home and cry and you know, uh, it didn't hurt. You know, the knee didn't hurt anymore. You know that But still, we may not have the presence of mind to do it immediately right. maybe we're in a business meeting or we're trying to be impressive or we're just shocked we just don't know what we feel don't shame yourself if you don't do it right away just do it as soon as you can just go in it feel it release it you know and then boom, right. it just flows out and you won't have that stuck stuff
2: It's my, one of my best friends, Gypsy, just passed away um, a little over a month ago. And while she was in the process of dying for about six weeks, she didn't want anyone around her that was crying. In fact, she even told her own sister, don't come visit me because I don't want to see your tears because I can't handle it. So around her, I had to suck it up. I sucked it up really well. I, I played a really good game face. And then the day after it was like the day after the day after she passed, I vomited the entire day. And every time I vomited, I I shook and I like shook with tears like you've never seen. It was my wedding anniversary and poor Dana. It wasn't the most romantic day of all our days together. But but I feel like after that day, I, I got it out. And so it, it I, I don't know. I think sometimes that's the way it goes. Do you think?
3: Oh, definitely. You purified. I mean, this is sort of an embarrassing story, but.
2: um, Oh, tell it. Okay, good.
3: But for a few years (laughs) in my 20s, I smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I was a waitress, and everybody smoked cigarettes, and there was this and that. But I also knew that Mm. I did not want to deal with childhood grief. I knew it. I was in therapy. But you know what? I had this bizarre game when I was growing up, when my mom would get mad at me. If I didn't cry, then I won. So I didn't cry. So I started smoking in my 20s. And I think it was the way, though, even I was in therapy and I'm supposed to cry. You know, and I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to have all this grief come out that was stuck inside. I just smoked so that I didn't let it out. One day, I don't know what it was. I just thought, you know, this is just stupid, Cindy. Just throw away the stupid cigarettes. I threw them away, mm. and I cried for eight straight days. I wow. cried. I didn't stop. I went to bed wow. crying. I got up, cried. I couldn't work. I just cried because it had to come out. And that—think oh. about how many of our behaviors really aren't—we're mm. not doing them to be bad. We're doing it because there's, you know, old stuff in here that's sort of scary to let up and out.
2: So maybe, maybe the rule of thumb is if there's some recurring, repetitive thing that doesn't seem appropriate to the moment, consider that there's some lodged in grief and we need to do some work with Cindy Dale and or Nancy T, who's now becoming a certified in the emotion code. We need to do some deeper diving to, to yeah. create the space for that stuff to come out. Yeah, okay, so do. speaking of deeper diving, and I'm glad we talked about pets because as Cindy, as you were talking about on the break, a lot of us have pets now um, because of COVID, because of lockdown, a lot of people have dogs and or I don't know, the it's like the shelters are getting pretty empty, which is one of the perks of this crazy time. So, yay. I hope that we can all get rid of our phobias about, about our dogs. All right. So let's bring on our Denise. Denise, welcome to the show. Thanks for being patient. Do you have a quick dream or a healing question for Cindy Dale?
1: I might, you know, I'm going to do a dream. Um, okay. Definitely a dream. And I'm going to tell okay. Nancy T that I emailed her the other day. And mm. I don't know if it went through. But
0: mm. I didn't get an email from you.
2: Nancy, give them your um your email address so she can try it again. Okay, Maybe I'll give it to off. you
0: again. It's Nancy, N-A-N-C-Y. And then it's T as in Tom, O-R-Q as in quack. <laughs> At gmail.com.
1: <laughs> Only because well, I, I like docs, are-
0: because I am a quack. <laughs> Nancy, I can, Nancy. Tell-
1: Nancy. I, I can tell you why it didn't go through because I had T O R U. You said T O R Q. Yeah.
0: There you go.
2: See, Otherwise, you've got oh, you that check out from me for sure. Mm-hmm. See, we oh. could have made up stories. Denise could have made up all kinds of stories and gotten really mad at Nancy T and then wanted her to hurt bad and, and caused all <laughs> kinds of trauma. But no, she did what she's she – too sweet for that. The perfect <laughs> thing, she made an inquiry. She like said, hey, let's check this out. And that's exactly perfect. right. You get, yes. you get a star on the forehead, Denise. Okay, let's hear your dream.
1: I know. I don't know which one to do because you have your guest on, and I don't know which one um... –
2: and my guest Please. happens to know a thing or two about all things including dreams I know. so let's okay, one so let's that is do the most juicy
1: um i dreamt that i um was with a friend God, i got so many friends and dreams um <laughs> a male friend um somebody that i do like but um anyway he um i don't know the dream was short but he was trying to give me money and mm. i said no 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 i don't um I don't want any money or I don't need any money. But then somehow or another, I turned around and, and he was gone. But then there was money on the table or nightstand. So I go to the nightstand and I remember it being dollars, not coins. And I thought it was about three three bills. But anyway, I happened to just, I don't know if the dream was trying to tell me something. I just picked up one of the bills and it happened to be $10. So the dream ended but I, I'm trying to focus and see the significance of one, because one and zero equals equals one, and I'm into mm-hmm. numerology somewhat mm-hmm. anyway. But I don't know. I I think the dream. I don't know what the dream is about. But for some reason, to me, the fact that I didn't look at the other bills, the dream didn't allow me to, and the one that I did see happened to be ten. I'm trying to associate that with something. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: So, Cindy, I don't know how you feel, but are you open to exploring I
1: am. Let
2: me oh, share great. what
3: I'm getting, and then Kelly and Nancy T. do the great. same. You okay. know, and, okay. and so I approach dreams in different ways. Sometimes I think we get visitations from other beings. Mm. Sometimes it's parts of us that are in a dream, and we're interacting with a component of our own inner self. And I feel like the male in the dream could be seen as another aspect of you, like a part of you, a male part of you, you know, that's able to, uh, that has abundance, understands abundance. And oh. maybe the you in the dream hasn't always been open to mm. just kind of being abundant and receiving and being prosperous. And so oh. there might even have been, you know, a part of you that gets it, that gets a, about abundance and prosperity and letting things in. And so that part of you sort of visited yourself and say, look, There's stuff to receive from the universe. Mm. There's great stuff. Mm. And at this point, you're willing to let in at least some of what the universe or spirit wants to give you or that you're willing to receive. And if you're into numerology, that 10 is kind of exciting because to me, a 1 is a fresh start. But Uh when you work with a 0 in a lot of systems like Mayan, the 0 is the omega, the God. You know, it's sort of the universe. And mm. so it's like you get to f- start fresh with the mm. universe ready to start giving to you and you beginning oh. to receive, which is even more exciting. Oh
1: my
2: God. Gosh, she's good. This is great. <laughs> this is juicy. I say this let is it ju- in.
3: Let it in, honey. Oh Just say yes.
2: <laughs> Just say yes. Exactly. I'll f- oh, Cindy Dale she is the bomb. Um, mm. Nancy T, do you want to throw
0: in a throw in two cents on top of these bills. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I, this is what I got from it. The fact that a man gave this to you and he's Mm. telling you you're a 10. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's of course the Aphrodite version Mm -hmm. of that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I found right away. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's saying you are just right. But what I wanted to, I wanted to ask you is that you said there were three bills. What does the three mean to you in terms of numerology?
1: Well, it's funny that you should say that. I didn't want to let the cat out of the bed. No, I can't. I can't tell another dream that I had this. Oh, God, you, you're just awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't tell the other dream because I want to save it. But it's, um, oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I can't do it. Um, three, Um, you got me all You got me all crazy now because I'm thinking about this dream. And if I tell you, oh, I can't tell you. Anyway. Oh, my what does three I uh, three,
2: three, three, um I don't know. I don't else. <laughs> Cindy, what about you, Cindy? And and I you know, I I always want everybody to spill all the beans, but I know we've what? got just a few minutes and with Cindy yeah. and, and we've well, got other threes, callers. So.
3: Threes are fantastic. I mean to me three is the creative, it's a spiritual number. I always think it's yes. the trinity, you uh, know, father, mm-hmm. mother, child. Soul. Body, mind, soul. Body, Body mind, mind soul. soul. It's that completion of the self.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I yeah, did not see the amount. But this is a guy that I really, really like. I, 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 yeah, I, I've liked him for a long time beyond Ooh. what's going on now. Yeah, I'm really crazy about him. And I Ooh. think it's me, too. So that's why when Nancy said that,
0: Nancy mm-hmm.
1: kind of said something that made me think even though you he said he 10. only wants friendship. He, he might want. Oh, we could still want just a friendship and still think I'm a
2: ten. Yeah, that's true. Okay, take I'm gonna just ten. throw in.
1: Take the ten.
2: <laughs> take the ten. Exactly. The ten. <laughs> I, I'm gonna throw in my little, my two cents here. Um, on top of saying amen and hallelujah to everything Cindy and Nancy have said. Um, my feeling is that this dream is about receiving. And whether it be from the male aspect of self, but I'm imagining there being it's the picture that came into my mind was a man opening the door and saying, No, I got that I can do that myself, or somebody lifting something. No, 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 I can do that myself, giving you some help, support and saying, No, 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 I'm fine. I don't need that. So giving this money and saying, no, 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 I'll just take one makes me feel like it's like kind of that being caught in the women's lib movement. Like I'm a powerful woman. I don't need nobody to help me. And yet... It's like the notion of um, relationship in this age is not about supporting you because you're broken or empty without them. It's about taking it to the thriving level of having the right kind of support behind like that wind beneath your wings could help you to be even more of who you Mm -hmm. came here to be. So just taking a part of it feels like it may be buying into an old paradigm about like, I don't want to show that I'm weak and then he'll have power over me. It's like, no, 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 let me ah. receive all that he's got and all of it, not leave one bill left on the table and like to receive it all. And I also, I was a little curious about the fact that it was a nightstand. It made me think, Who did you guys just have sex? Was he leaving money after sex? Like, what? So that's a whole other little but I don't, that, you know, it was just my own curiosity. It was a, I, it was a nightstand, <laughs> but we wasn't in the bedroom, but it, okay. it
1: ended up the money was on the nightstand, how the money got okay. there, but it wasn't nothing like that going on. No, Okay. That is, well, yeah, that is, yeah, that's true. But this is
2: a juicy, juicy dream. And it makes me feel like, where am I not receiving everything? Where am I leaving a, a bill not, not overturned? So thank you always Denise for sharing. And um, I'm going to put you on hold so you can hear the rest. Oh thank sure. You. Okay. Anna, this is Oceana in Puerto Rico, I believe, San Juan. So honey, give us a little dream, give us a little sizzle. What's cooking? Thanks. Yeah, I have or or a thought to... or question for Cindy Dale.
4: Okay. Um well, I haven't gotten back to your email yet. I just want to say thank you for your fun. Um, You're welcome. But it's been really busy with projects. That I'm way behind on. Um, but that's one of them <laughs> I wanted to get mm-hmm. back to. It. Great. So um, my question is about. I've had three dreams this last week, um, different of a variety that I've never had before. I don't remember where. Can they you give have us a summary? With, yeah, they they have to do with like unmet. Um, like basic bodily needs, like, like functional things. So like the first Mm. one I had to pee really badly. And there was this Mm. like, I was like in this sort of open air, like, space, like public uh, space. And I think like my mom and dad and my sister were there. And I, like, needed to pee really badly, and I think I w- might have been naked. <laughs> mm. And then, like, there were these, it was this strange, like, kind of Grecian feel. I would, had to find, like, this, like, open hole um, mm. or, I don't know, somewhere. And I might be mixing it up with the second one where I had to find a place to um, release my, to
2: poo. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> it's it's Is all part sleeping? of it. Okay.
4: okay. Safe, <laughs> um... And and then the third one, I like was I, I had nowhere to go to shower, so I had to shower mm. again in public. Like so, all these three ex- um, instances, I had I was like completely exposed, like wow. people around. But yet, yet like no one seemed to be paying attention. <laughs>
2: Okay, perfect. So, Cindy, we've got just a few minutes. Do you want to throw down? Yes, I'm just
3: going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to chakras for this one. Those Mm. are energy centers in the body, and they each run a certain set of concerns. This is so what I would call a first chakra dream. It's in the hips. Mm. It governs our basic life primary functions, peeing, pooing, skin, um, you know, our Mm. security needs, our safety needs. And to me, you're working something through. Like you're working Mm. through something from a really young age, really primal, very primary, you know, about being able to get comfortable with Mm. your your body, the the needs of your body, and mm. being okay with getting those met. So I go with chakras with this one. And I'll turn it over to Nancy T. and awesome. Kelly
0: for the rest. Great. Nancy T., give us a throwdown. Yes. You know, it's funny you said exposed because that's all I could hear was exposed, 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 and um, vulnerable. And I wondered if there's a part of your life right now where you're feeling just a little bit like vulnerable or, or unsure. But I do think the message from the dream is even though you were exposed, nobody was ruffled by it. So right. if that can be mm. a gift to you in the world as well. So, Anna, I'm going to this
2: is Kelly. I'm going to throw down my so uh, amen and hallelujah to what Nancy T and Cindy said, Um I, my, my feeling is this is about getting, um, creating space for the, for that vulnerable, even the caveman self, the like, really, it's like the young self, as well as the primal self. And even like being, needing to pee is often I find if it were my dream about being pissed off and not having a place for it, not knowing where (laughs) to go with my pissosity. Carl Jung, interestingly, always said that poop dreams tend to forebode <laughs> abundance because I think once we do find a place to let it rip then we've created space <laughs> for something really wonderful to come showering in so I think it's about finding <laughs> boundaries finding space and being the good mother of your own inner primal self so thank you so much yeah. Anna for calling in it's always so great to hear from you and Denise as well thank you so much and we only have a minute left with our beautiful guest Cindy Dale Cindy uh, just any, any last thoughts you'd like to share with our audience in closing oh where do we go cindy Uh uh-oh we've lost cindy dale but not forever oops are you there cindy i'm here i'm here oh oh god okay whoo all right any last thoughts we didn't get to hear what you just said
3: energy going through your body let go of what's not yours
2: period (laughs) (laughs) oh my god gold energy running through your body let go of what isn't you gold oh my god okay so her book is energy healing for trauma stress and chronic illness that's CindyDale.com. cindy with a y c-y-n-d-i dale.com thank you so much for joining us today and until we meet again don't take your dreams lying down and may your best ones all come true and dr dream see you next week thanks for
1: listening this is unity online radio the voice of an awakening world